0: the stars of the show. Welcome to episode 22 of the Relaxed Dog Podcast, sponsored by the Relaxed Dog. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Robert Ober, and I hope that you and your dog are well. Our guest this week is Hannah Wilson, and we'll be learning all about life with pebbles. But first, a little bit of doggy news, and the Sunshine Mills Incorporated Company has done a voluntary recall of a couple of products, um, just so that it's relevant. We're in the first week of September 2020. They've recalled their Family Pet Meaty Cuts Beef, Chicken and Cheese Flavours, the Heartland Farms Grilled Favourites Beef, Chicken and Cheese Flavours and their Paws Happy Life Butcher's Choice Dog Food. So if you do happen to have one of those products, just return them to wherever you got them from. Say, Aga, the iconic bulldog mascot for the local team, won't be attending the games anymore for, well, the immediate future. They've decided that because their players need to be in a COVID bubble, you can't have a dog on the field. And also they're concerned that having Aga there he gets a lot of people wanting to come up to him. So they are not, they're wanting to avoid the crowd that he draws. So unfortunately, I guess he's going to have to stay at home and watch them play. So do you have an idea for the show? Why not join the Facebook group and let me know? Anyway, now on to this week's interview. Welcome to The Relaxed Dog and... We are speaking with Hannah Wilson, and she is going to tell us all about pebbles. So welcome to the show, Hannah.
1: Hi, Robert. Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. Pretty much standard question I start off with every time is, take us back just before you got pebbles and what led to the introduction of, of you two
1: just before I had her. So um I was currently living on Thursday Island. Um, I had been there oh gosh, it's really hard to say. I'd been there just under a year, I believe. Um, and I had started getting involved with dogs a short time, like only like six months or so is that. Um before getting her so in these remote communities um, there's, there's quite a lot of dogs that need help <laughs>
2: um,
1: they don't get the care they need or they don't even have an owner or anything like that and Ti being quite a quite a small place um, I had already sort of taken in and rescued a few dogs um, and yeah this is right at the start of my any involvement with dogs in Australia Um, So, I can't remember the reasons at the time, but I was on good old Gumtree (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I came across a a litter of puppies
0: advertised for free and I was like, oh, okay,
1: I'll get one. As you do. So, yep, as you do and a lot of people do in all my my days before I knew any better. but it actually worked out to be one of the best decisions ever. So she was a little freebie that got flown to me from Cairns to Thursday Island. And, uh,
0: oh wow, so you didn't didn't get to see the, the litter or anything beforehand, obviously.
1: No, no, I didn't. I just got pictures and videos and stuff, and the lady picked her out for me because uh, I think probably about two thirds of the puppies had already been picked and taken. Um, so yeah, she she picked her out for me. She had a little bobtail, um, had no idea, like I thought originally she was a, a mini foxy cross with a husky, but that's, yeah, that that wasn't the case. So I wasn't, it's funny because I, I never used to be a little dog person. You know, I always preferred medium to large dogs, mm-hmm. but she turned out to be a small dog, only about nine kilos, but she's. She makes up for it in personality and drive, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, she she was my first little dog and my only little dog so far. Um, but she's she's a cracker, that's for
2: sure.
0: So they just put her on a plane and and sent her over.
1: Yep, I just paid for a flight. They put her on the plane, and um, a really nice lady actually. Like she she was very nice. Obviously, you know, had no idea what she was doing with her dog, but. Um, she was nice enough, genuine, and um, I did uh, get back to visit her a while when I actually got off the island with Pebbles a little while later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was sent to me, and uh, we already had uh, my partner at the time um had another rescued dog from Thursday Island called diesel. um he was a good dog too, actually, and uh, that's pretty much where all my dog rescue days. Sort of right in the beginning, beginning, all started.
2: Okay,
0: so take us through the feeling at the at the airport.
1: Oh well, I didn't even get to the airport actually because uh, what happens is Thursday Island itself doesn't have an airport. You have to go to neighbouring Horn Island um, to get to the airport, so she landed at Horn Island and then she was put on the ferry, so I didn't get to see her until she actually arrived at Thursday Island in a little crate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so basically, yeah, just little puppies already had an, a, a flight in an aeroplane and a, a, a trip on the ferry and then just gets uh, basically couriered to your door.
1: Basically, uh, you know, like Thursday, I'm a small place. The ring road's only five kilometres. So she came to to live with us and uh, she, the first first, uh, three years of her life, she got to see many rescue dogs, puppies, cats, kittens come and go. And uh, I guess, you know, in hindsight, she got pretty well socialised in that aspect because uh we always had dogs coming and going like I, people used to bring them to me <laughs> because they knew I sort of helped dogs and, and stuff like that um and uh basically they if they were unwanted they would leave them with me and then I would try and uh find somewhere in Cairns for them to go onto a new life sort of thing so I was uh the, their point of call on TI and then they would either go to RSPCA or Yaps or another rescue group and I would then send them on to, to them say so once they had a, I found a spot for them.
0: Okay. So in the first few months of, of her life at your place, what was the like the housing arrangements with, with the other dogs that you had there?
1: Well, we were living in a, in a rental house, believe it or not. Um so oh gosh. She would spend time with the other dogs, but when I was at work, uh, she—gosh, where was she? She she would have been in a, a pen somewhere, um, and various rooms or uh, pens in the yards would have would have dogs in. So she would she would sleep in my bed every night, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um and. I, I have a lot of memories but i can't remember some specifics like uh i just i just remember she she was always she's always been a really good dog um you know she never i never really gave her any official obedience training even she was just always really good <laughs> so and she still is she's she's, always, she's just i'm just lucky i'm just lucky she's always been one of those dogs that's had a impeccable recall um she'd do anything for a game of tug and fetch and stuff like that and she's she's one of those dogs that's just always happy always happy um to be with you but on the other hand she's you know if you needed to to be quiet for a bit she she can do that too you know she she's she's happy to go out all day with you but if you want to stay in all day she's happy with that too
0: (laughs) okay so as a as a puppy no real issues
1: not that I remember, no, no. Um, I don't. I don't remember her chewing stuff, or she's one of those dogs that has just never. Not that I remember ever sort of been troubled to toilet train or or anything. No, no. And she's got. A, she gets on with pretty much every single dog she meets. Obviously, if they're a bit too much in her face or whatever, she'll she'll let them know. Um, but she's she's very social and I and. I can have her around dogs that you know aren't super keen on other dogs because she, she she doesn't care for them. She will see another dog and she's like, oh yeah, another dog. Face <laughs> <laughs> or
2: anything like that. Mhm. Great. Yeah.
0: And she was uh, sleeping arrangements was straight into sharing the bed with you guys, or?
1: Yeah, she was. Um, she doesn't now though, <laughs> which is probably not very common, but. Um, just our current setup. Uh, our house is really small, and um, you know, I have a, I have enough cleaning to do as it is. So, and <laughs> dogs stay outside, but she's fine with that. She gets she gets cuddles, and she she knows she's special, and she she gets more gets more privileges than the other dogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be careful there.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, they're they're all pretty happy. They're all they're all happy with whatever they get, and they all get their own. Uh, one-on-one time with me, so um, you know that they're all pretty content. And actually, a couple of my dogs, uh, I've got a well, I shouldn't really be talking about the other ones, but anyway, they've they've never really been in a house, so it's actually a bit foreign to them. They'd rather actually be outside. Um, so, and they're happy with that. They they came from like farm properties and stuff, and they're happy. They love their crates. They'd rather just be in there. Okay. <laughs> I them in. You're like, where are we? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, growing up as a as a young pup on on Thursday Island there was a lot of outdoor adventures. Yes,
1: yeah, a lot of a lot of beach ventures, a lot of boat rides. to um, Neighboring islands, she would come on camping trips to Prince of Wales Islands all the time. Um, she yeah, she's she'd never stray far. She never wanted to, um, but she'd always enjoy herself somehow. <laughs> if it was trying to shred. Coconuts, or carry them, or something.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Be an interesting challenge, size-wise.
1: Sorry. Oh, wow. She she makes it work, <laughs> and she always had some sort of dog friend. Uh, whether we had another dog at the time or um, another rescue foster at the time, she always had some dogs to hang out with as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And likes the water.
1: Oh, loves the water. She, she'd, oh, she, oh, she's a sort of dog. Like you know, if you threw a tennis ball off a cliff, she'd she wouldn't think about twice about jumping off. You know, um, she loves jumping into the water. So since here, since we've had the dam built, one of her favourite things is launching off the bank just to jump in the water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Calling is a uh, as a dock diving dog.
1: Well, that's it. I'm in the middle of building her a jetty, but you know she she she'll be fine. She still acts as though she's she's like a one two year old dog, even though she's eight. She hasn't slowed down in that respect, which is good.
2: Oh, um, excellent. Yeah, she's, she's been a winner at the
1: the Mossman Show dog jump for several years. Um, so, yeah, she's she's a little pocket rocket.
0: <laughs> okay, can you tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Probably it was August two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, that's when it was. Um, and then I started my qualification in dog training. Uh, closer to the end of the year, started it near the end of two thousand and fifteen. Um, and then I think it was in two thousand and seventeen. I got asked by people on the Mossman Show Committee if I would volunteer and help run their dog show, dog jump event, sorry. Um, And uh, so I started, it was just a volunteer just helping to set it up and helping to coordinate and and run the event um, and also sponsoring the actual jump by... um, sort of refurbishing it, painting it, and then they said I could put my logo on it. So I I did that. Um and but I'm still a, like I don't have any sort of financial involvement or anything like that. Um but they said oh you know, anyone can enter a dog. And I said, Oh, can I enter my dog? They said, Yeah, you're just a competitor like everybody else. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: So um yeah, she's she's done that ever since uh, I started sort of volunteering and uh, it's just, uh, they start off, I think it's about, I'm not sure, but it it comes up to just sort of my, uh, just above my waist height, the starting sort of height. And then they, they slot in planks of wood to make it gradually higher as the, the dogs and, and dogs are eliminated as we go along when they can't get up, continue to get over it. Um, and uh, so it's a bit of a jump and then a scramble basically. Um, and uh, she's she's won it for three years now, not consecutive because I had to retire her one year because she slipped when she landed and I thought she had hurt her leg and she did temporarily, but then she was fine the following day. But I I kind of retired her early that year. Um, but yeah, she's she's won it for three years, and uh, people think they look at her and they think our ah, little dog won't won't jump that high. <laughs> But she's, she's definitely got some springs in those back legs, that's for sure.
0: Oh, I was just going to say because she sounds like a small dog and that's an um, impressive jump.
1: Yeah, she's extremely athletic and she's just naturally been, her her physique is just naturally been quite muscly. Um, people will mistake her for like a, a whippet cross um, a lot of the time. So that gives you some idea of her physique, um, but she she can, you know, because she can run over thirty kilometres an hour. <laughs> I think we uh, we raced her on the quad one time, and she yeah she she picked up some speed. That's for sure.
0: Mm. So did the have any with the jumping? have she ever have any tendencies to do that over a, a boundary fence or anything like that?
1: Nope, never, oh. <laughs> never. That's what I mean. She's so well-behaved. She's never, like, there's definitely fences in the past she could easily have got out of it if she tried. But she just, I guess we've always just uh, taught our dogs to respect boundaries and fences. Um, and she's she's never tried to, to get out ever. She's never really wanted to go anywhere um, in that sense. So, no, I think it's all about context, you know?
2: hmm knows what's a jump and what's not.
0: <laughs> and did she do any other sort of physical activities or competitions?
1: Uh, in the past when I've had sort of times when I used to go running, I used to take her with me. Um, I used to own a horse for a couple of years and she used to come out running when I was riding my horse uh for you know anything up to 10 kilometers that's like a walk in the park somewhere. her <laughs> she's yeah she's extremely athletic so just running any sort of biking and and horse riding she she would come along um but you know now, now we've officially sort of got this property and I'm building a jetty and stuff you know there's Like, oh, she could have been good at all these things. And I, you know, it just wasn't the right time in my life to be able to focus on those things, you know. Um, But she's, yeah, she could have, she could excel at heaps of things. Um, But specifically the jumping, like if, if there was somewhere before we had this place to officially do some dock diving, I would have loved it. But there's nothing that comes this far north to do it. But there's plenty of things that she would have excelled in, yeah.
2: Oh, she
0: sounds like she's enjoyed doing a lot of things and you don't have yeah. to do you don't have to do things in, in competition to have uh, fulfillment. No, uh, but if I could clone her, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so how how'd she go with obviously went all right with the horses and they were all right with her?
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, the horse I had here was he was used, used to dogs anyway. Um and no, nah, she she kept up fine and um no issues there at all no no she was great she loves the hose too
0: so <laughs> the hose
1: yeah, yeah, any, any opportunity to, to chase or bite something she's there <laughs> <laughs> but she's the sort of dog that is very easy to control like even though she has super strong drives like but she resp- still responds really well to, to vocal commands. So um, she, she'd go crazy for balls on the hose and stuff, but I can still call her off things where, you know, some dogs you, you can't, you struggle to call them off.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but she's still really
1: responsive like that. So, like I say, I've been, been lucky she makes me look good. <laughs>
0: oh, nice. Um, it's any sort of like weird habits that you would think that would be sort of like. That's definitely um, a pebbles thing.
1: I wouldn't say – it's not so much weird, but there was one time on Thursday Island where uh, on the beach she cut her, the, the, the back of her paw, so like where her pad, um, the highest pad is on her past and just above that, so just above the pad on the back of it, she cut it on some glass um, and it was quite a deep cut. And there's no vet on Thursday. So basically what you have to do is go to the hospital and beg a doctor to stitch up your dog after hours. <laughs> so um, we were quite lucky. We got to the hospital and a nurse agreed to see us. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we it really needed, like, a couple of stitches. So unfortunately I had to hold her down whilst the nurse stitched the back of her paw. There's only like two stitches, but still, it, you know, it wasn't super pleasant for her, but it, it was like what was needed at the time. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, and ever since, so she was fine. She had the stitches out, but ever since that, she's had a little habit of nibbling where those stitches used to be on her paw. Every time, every, every night, she she won't nibble it like some dogs and make it roar and bleed and stuff. It, it looks like it's like a little comfort thing where she'll, where she's when she's has you know, got a front paw bent and is resting her head on it. She'll she'll just nibble where those stitches were, and it's, it's funny because she never used to do it before that before that happened.
0: Okay, so on yeah. just going back to for a moment to Thursday Island, would you? Have any idea roughly how many dogs would be there? Gosh, loads. Um, And no vet. Sorry? And no vet. No resident vet is on any of the islands. So I used to
1: also get sent dogs from the outer islands, close to Papua New Guinea as well, that people didn't want or, um, yeah, mostly that people didn't want or dogs that needed help. but there's there's plenty of dogs on the island um you know they're just 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 running sort of you know they have an owner as soon they have an owner, but the owners often don't care too much about them until someone takes attention to the dog, if you see what I mean
0: mm-hmm. so'll uh, become communal dogs yeah they are even though they have an owner somewhere
1: um, but a lot of them do tend to just roam around and breed and uh have mange and you know just just in poor condition really um but i I wouldn't be able to say i wouldn't have an idea of the number of dogs but you can easily walk down the roads and you'll see an odd dog or two every single time you know pretty much that's that's what it was like when i was there um and then obviously when i left no one took on what I was doing because obviously it was all voluntary you know um, and so I feel you know I feel bad for for letting the dogs down but you you got to do what you got to do in life so um, yeah it was it was pretty hectic and Pebs was with us all through that and yeah she was she was great she she would uh, mind some of the puppies sometimes she's really really good with puppies and young dogs like she she teaches them appropriate social skills um, so she's been very valuable then and, and now uh, to do that for me.
2: <laughs> so yeah,
0: nice. And so and since she's you've been back in or on the mainland, has she, has she had any other medical issues at all?
1: None. She she seems to be a very healthy little dog. Um, I you know I'm expecting maybe in the next couple of years to possibly see. You know, her start to slow down or, you know, a lot of dogs when they get on, they get a bit of arthritis or this or that, but she's not showing any signs of that so far. Um, I would say now, now she's, I mean, now I know, when you know better, you do better, right?
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, I'm a lot more into dog nutrition than I was. Um, so I would say now her food, she eats a lot better quality food than what she used to eat um, and she's definitely had a new sort of lease of life since I moved her, uh, I think I feed her Prime 100 now. So um, she's definitely doing extremely well on that.
0: <laughs> I to say that even I'm guessing supplies and things like that when she was young on Thursday Island, that would have been a bit of a challenge as well?
1: Yeah, so you get your usual sort of supermarket brands at the the supermarket there, which used to be about three times the price than what you'd pay in Cairns for it. Um, But I always used to order it online and and get it sort of shipped to us. Um, And then with the rescue dogs, I would get uh, some people from Thursday Island, donate bags of food for the rescue dogs. Obviously, uh, Pebbles used to eat what I fed her. and with, with the rest of the dogs, unfortunately, they had to eat what people donated and gave. So, um, but, you know, like I say, you know better, you do better. So now, you know, I, I've done a study in canine fitness, as you know. Um, I've done a lot of study on my own of dog nutrition. Um, so I'm feeding her the best I can. I, ideally, I'd love to feed all my dogs a raw diet. But... Um, it's very difficult even just being up in Port Douglas and what we've got here to to store it all um, as well as source it. So if we, you know, we'd have to go all the way down to Cairns to to source it all and then we don't actually have enough. Our house is quite small up here and we don't have the space to put a large freezer to be able to store it. So, yeah, I think Climb 100 has been a good compromise, um, especially for her, uh, for, you know, feeding the best I can do the moment.
0: That's understandable. So how many other on average, how many other dogs lately has she sort of shared the household with?
1: Oh Kiki, we have dogs come and go all the time. <laughs> so and she's she, she just she only really cares about what I'm doing and where I am. She 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 doesn't really care what dogs in the crate next to her or anything like that. But um at the moment we have five other permanent dogs. <laughs> And tonight we've got three other boarding dogs. Um, At Christmas, there were a couple of days where we had 18 dogs all together. Um, And she's, she, she just doesn't care who it is. And if you're going for a walk, she'll come for a walk and she doesn't care if I've got a dog or not or what. (laughs) She
2: Mm -hmm.
1: wants to do whatever you're doing. And that's good. Like she's, you know she, she's a really good social dog in that aspect like she she's just uh you know neutral to all dogs big small boisterous shy nervous you know and that's that's where she she's really helpful too because um she helps me expose dogs that are scared of other dogs or you know get puppies used to being around other dogs and she's she's really easy to con- control and tell her what to do um You know, there was a couple of days ago I had a dog that was quite nervous around other dogs, so if she came too close, I just told her to go away and she moved away a few feet, you know, and she's pretty much off-leash all the time.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice. Does she have any favourite walks or places to visit?
1: Uh, I'd say it'd have to be, well, most of the things, anything that you're doing, but now we've got the dam, that's... (laughs) That's her favorite thing and space to run. Just run, 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 and then jump in the water. As I say, they're probably her two favorite things to do. And if you throw something in the water for
0: her, that's, that's just, you know, made her day. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. And uh, so game-wise, you mentioned Tug earlier, and, uh, and I'm guessing uh, different versions of, of Fetch, but what else does she like to play?
1: So, we've recently started with a frisbee. Um, I got her to do a little back somersault with a frisbee a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, that's a bit new to us, but you know, still the frisbee could be used for fetch or tug. She was like to tug anything, really. <laughs> um, she's really good at tricks and stuff like that. So, um, with the day train dogs here, I sometimes teach them little tricks. And uh, her, one of her favorite things I taught her several years ago now um, to open a cupboard. And whenever she sees that cupboard, she just all she wants to do is just open it because it involves tugging the rope.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> treadmill training, she's really good at that. So she'll just go on the treadmill with no leash and just pretty much stay on it until it times out. And then when it times out, she'll just sit there. <laughs> so yeah, she she loves that too. Um gosh, anything anything that it's energetic. She she has this other trick where if you stand upright and you tap your chest, she will jump right into your arms. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty cool too. Um,
1: she, she's pretty fearless, like she doesn't have any self preservation. Um like I said, she'd if you threw a ball off a cliff, she'd go after it. Um, the downside to that is, though, it was about a couple of months ago now, um, She were uh, my partner had the tractor, our neighbour's tractor, over to do some slashing, and uh, she wanted to go for a ride in the tractor with him, but she was so excited, she jumped up at the tractor door before it was open. And there's, oh, no. There's, well, there's some metal sets raided metal steps going up to the tractor door that you step up. Mm -hmm. And she got the inside skin on her back leg caught on that as she came down and she ripped it open. Um, She was quite lucky. It was just the skin. No muscle was torn. So obviously that would have to be on a Sunday afternoon. So (laughs) off we go to the (laughs) vet to get it stitched up because it needed stitches. Uh, But she was very good. um, And we waited. I think it was about an hour because they had another emergency operation they had to finish. And then they took us out the back and they allowed me to go out the back with her. And the vet was super happy because he only had to give her a bit of local anaesthetic in her back leg. And then I I just held, like, she stood there and I held her whilst he stitched it up as she stood there. Um, And he was was quite impressed at that, that he didn't have to fully sedate her and, and all that sort of stuff. And she just stood there while he stitched up her leg. Um, so she was very good with that.
0: I wonder if she was thinking back to the previous time that something happened and was expecting something a lot worse.
1: Possibly. But she's always been really, really good with handling and, and stuff like that. And plus she's had some training too. So it it in situations like that it, it really pays off, you know. Um and I think he was just stoked that he didn't have to fully sedate another dog and you know, it takes a lot longer than what it did take. Um so yeah, we were we were we were out out in pretty good time actually, and um, but yeah, typical Sunday afternoon. Hey, <laughs> <Out of it. laughs> but no, she she actually healed really quickly with that, um, and the stitches were out, and within a week, within two weeks, the scar was like pretty much gone.
0: Oh, that's I mean. good. That's a, always a, a really good sign of of health.
1: She's never really been sick that I can remember. Not not, you know, she's never never had to go to the vets for anything else other than the stitches and the hospital all the time before. <laughs> so so yeah, that's that's always a good sign, always a good sign. And I hope I can keep her in as best health and give her, you know, as best a life as I can and as she gets even older.
0: <laughs> oh, let's hope so. You might have sort of narrowed down, or uh, what I might be expecting as an answer. I usually ask everyone to complete the sentence. I can't believe my dog ate.
1: Right. Well, I don't know what you call them, but it was totally my fault. Um, I gave her some chicken scraps out of you know the tray that you buy raw chicken in. Um, I gave her the scraps out of those tray out of the tray, and I. Got that? You know that little
0: oh the like, l- little went, absorbent thing for the blood. Yeah, ate that. Oh, okay. I was like, oh shit! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, you know, they would quickly look
1: online, and some people say, "Oh, your dog will be fine," but it was really I had no idea because she was little, and if that absorbs a lot of water inside of her, that's going to be a problem. So then I call the vet and the vet comes and gives her injection to make her sick. <laughs> Poor girl. Poor girl. Um, so yeah, but she was fine. She, you know, she spewed up whatever she had eaten and she was feeling sorry for herself for the rest of the rest of the day, but she was totally fine the next day. So I felt pretty bad about that. Um, but yeah, I actually didn't expect her to eat it. She's never been the sort of dog where she'll, chew on things and eat things, but I guess she's just – she's a bit food crazy, so she just gobbled it all up, you know? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So yeah, was totally my fault. Yeah, because that's that sort of like plasticky sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So – but no, she's never eaten other than like crap she finds in the, the yard, like I don't even know, like bits of twig or this or that that most dogs forage for. She hasn't really eaten anything strange other than that.
0: Oh, good. What are are some of her other favourite food snack things?
1: Oh, gosh. I'd say as she's got older, she's actually got less picky. Um, (laughs) She loves to eat carrots (laughs) Mm -hmm. and any meat, any human food she wants something of. I I can't honestly say she's got a complete favourite because she she eats most things. (laughs) But that's also how I've brought my dogs up to be sort of to not be fussy um, her favoriteest things is sometimes I will let her clean out a yogurt container or something like that <laughs> um, but any meat you offer any decent meat you offer she'll she'll love it bones all that sort of stuff so yeah she's she's she probably gets a little bit more than the other dogs
0: we can. We can go to our fridge, but if we pull out the the yogurt container as soon as you open the lid, our dog Marley she'll know great yogurt and we'll want some
1: <laughs> yep, they know the opening of the fridge, the sound of a plastic wrapper, anything like that, you know, and uh you know especially when it comes to training and stuff, you know when you're talking about behaviors and stuff with clients and how how quickly dogs can learn it's like well how many times did they have to hear the clank of a food bowl to know that that was food like literally one time <laughs> so, so it just puts it into context sometimes with how how quickly dogs can learn associations for things
0: oh, absolutely they're so underestimated yeah
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah she, she's great I
0: definitely have another one of her does she have any uh, favourite toys
1: a tug toy that's definitely a favourite um yeah I'd definitely say if it, if it's going to be i have to do the test but it's really close between any sort of ball and her tug tug toy um like you know she, she, she'll she play tug and she'll hang on to it and you can you know, lift off the ground and she'll still stay holding on to it um and the ball, like, she'd keep going until she she physically couldn't do it anymore. Like, definitely no self-preservation. She doesn't know when she's getting too hot or when she should stop or when she's getting too tired. So I have to make that call for her. But I'll have to do that test between a tug and a ball and see which one she goes for first because <laughs> I haven't done that yet. And I honestly don't know which one would come out Oh, so. <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah.
0: With the um other dogs that you have at the moment, is she sort of like? I know that she's a little bit indifferent to a lot of the other dogs. Has she ever bonded with one that's a little bit more than the others?
1: Um, it depends. So, just because I have we have like six dogs all together, it's rarely do I have all six out at the same time because it's quite a handful. <laughs> Um, I often take her for runs out with either one or two other dogs. Um and she loves I'd say the Kelpie the Kelpies, or I've got two Kelpies, so one of them, Raffi, she likes him because he'll he'll play chasey with her and she loves to run and he loves to run. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she she does like him because he'll run far with
0: her. Um she likes being chased or she likes being the chaser
1: she will do both she she'll instigate the chase and then she, she'll like to be chased and then she'll they'll they'll sort of change roles and repeat um and it just goes back and
2: forth <laughs> oh, Nice. <laughs>
1: but she likes raffi because he'll keep up like she's very very fast with running and she will outrun a lot of dogs but him he will keep up with her and he's he's got enough stamina to keep up with her too so i'd say when i have them two out together they, they just she runs around a lot more than when she's with one of my other larger dogs yeah she'll swim with him too like she'll you know she's a good little swimmer she'll keep going for a long time
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> she think she has a preference over still water or beach
1: to be honest, we don't we don't go to the beach a hell of a lot. Um, reason is I have like my work now keeps me at home a lot of the time. Um, now we have the dam, we you know we've got water right here, um, and three you know there's a lot of out of control, off leash dogs at the beach. <laughs> so they're the main reasons why we don't go. But no, she she loves when we. We have been, obviously, um, but she 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 didn't really, she wasn't scared of the waves at all. Like water, all water's good to her. All water's good. <laughs> yeah, anything she can jump in and cool off in, and she, she's happy.
0: Ah, oh, really good. So, anything else that's sort of coming to mind about a, an, any sort of a special adventures or something unique, special memory with her?
1: Whole time together to be honest. I look back and I think, oh my gosh, I was doing this when I got you. When <laughs> we've been through this and this, and we've done this, <laughs> um, you know, like take, taking her out when I was on TR, we always used to go running. She'd been to all the beaches there, the boat rides, our things out with the horse. Um, you know, she's been on planes, obviously, several times traveling. Where I'm traveling. Um, there was one time since we moved to Port Douglas, we took a hike up Spring Creek. It's about a uh, probably one and a half hours each way, um, and it is quite rocky. And I was I was a bit concerned. I was like, oh probably shouldn't have brought you because I don't want you to break your leg, slip off with the rock and break your leg or something
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: but she, she handled it really well and um, this is where the whole voice control comes into it because like I said she hasn't got much self preservation so if I can see her going a bit too hard and fast I have to tell her to slow down um, but that was that was a good time when I mean, she come hiking um, she's just the sort of dog you can do anything with and she's She's always good at it. <laughs> um and I do like that I can I can take her places um and she's you know, she she's not she's interest, she's still interested in you. She's not forgetting that you're there and is interested in everything else and everyone else but you. Um so that's probably where some of our training has really come into play. But also who she is helps with that. Um so yeah, I'd say just everything together, she's She's just been such a great dog. <laughs> I'm sure everyone has a dog that they think that of though, but um but yeah we've we've been through a lot, and i think I think she'll she'll live for a while, yeah, I really hope she does, um you know, having the the terrier in her, her feistiness, and she's in such good health at the moment, and she has been, so I hope she stays that way, yeah, Oh, I
2: certainly
0: hope there's a long way yet to go.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I hope, I hope we've got another at least eight years together. You know, so yeah. And she's—I do take the pressure off it. Like uh, she gets the choice uh, whether she wants to join in in like uh, social sessions and stuff with with all, you know a group of dogs and stuff. If she doesn't want to come in, she she doesn't have to. Um, but usually she chooses to. Um, and sometimes she'll just if she's you know she sometimes she'll just hang out by herself in the corner. And she's she's content enough, and sometimes she'll mingle with the other dogs, whatever she feels like. Um, and uh, yeah, she's 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 good like that. There's no pressure for her to do stuff, but it's good when she she does want to help out, you know. Uh,
0: sounds excellent. And do you take her out to? Do you do like client visits, or they everyone usually comes to see you at your place?
1: Usually they, just because of the the way the business has gone, um, a couple of years ago I changed it to clients coming to us because with the services we were offering, it doesn't make sense for me to be away from the property if I'm doing boarding and daycare and stuff like that. And we've got plenty of space. Um, The clients do come to us and she has helped me out in a few sessions and even when I did go to client places more, um, she would often come with me, yeah. Um and she she would be the Stooge Dog sort of thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Stooge Dog, okay. It's a different version of the the standard Oh my demo dog, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Usually unfortunately she's she's used as the distraction. Um so like, yeah, she does do demonstrations for me, uh, like uh teaching another client how to play a proper game of tug with their dog. She's really good with that. Um and stuff and if I needed to demonstrate, yeah, mostly it's just two dogs a, it's a, dog <laughs> a day or she walks with me and just the sort of, you know, because we get a lot of reactive dogs and stuff nowadays, so she kind of helps out with that. Um, but, yeah, she does demos every now and again, um, but I've kind of moved away from, like, group classes. Um, I don't do them at the moment. Um, I just don't have time for them. Like I, I do boarding, daycare, day training and private training and there's not really much more time for anything else. Um, and we're doing all the other services, trying to keep the same time slot free every week is actually quite a challenge.
2: Mm-hmm. Drop-offs
1: and pick-ups at different times and this and that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just the way it's going at the moment. <laughs>
0: Seeing is that you've just got let into that, do you want to give your business a little bit of a mention?
1: Oh, yeah. So um, Dog Direction, we're up here just outside Port Douglas, far north Queensland, and we've been going since the start of 2016. And we offer, as I just said, dog daycare, boarding, day training, private training, um, and we have a website, www.dogdirection.com.au and a Facebook page, Dog Direction. Um, so, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's us. And uh, we're just about to, to launch, well, hopefully by the end of the year, possibly the start of next year, our private dog park, which we've called Dog Direction Country Club. So I'm really excited for that. Nice. Something new and just something that no one – Anywhere near us, um, so a completely new service, and yeah, I'm super excited for it.
0: Uh, I wish you all the very, very best with that. Place the, the country needs a whole lot more of those.
1: They
0: do everywhere. They
1: <laughs> do. It has. You know, we were very lucky to come across this place, finding the right zoned land, the right size, um, in the right location. That's the challenge. Um, but, I, yeah, I totally agree with you. There should be more of these things. And then I think there would be a few less dog problems overall that people you know, have out and about with off-leash dogs and dogs being attacked and all this sort of thing. I hear about it all the time on the beaches up here.
0: I guess the other great thing is in you're not far away from a big holiday destination and now people can go there go with their dog, take their dog up to your place. They can do a bit of their own stuff and everyone has a good time.
1: That's it. So I had clients today who needed to board their dog because they were going up to the Daintree, the national park there. Um, So, you know, when people do road trips with their dogs and they want to go to the Daintree, the national park, you can't take your dog there. So we do often have a lot of um, boarders or daycare dogs for when that happens. Um, But we also, on our property, um, have our Airbnb house, which is a dog-friendly accommodation. Um, So specifically aimed at, you know, people road tripping with their dog. Um, There are a few other dog-friendly accommodations around Port Douglas, but there's not that many that have availability.
0: Um, Or their own private country club.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Or that,
2: yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When people come with their dogs, um, they can have their dog at the house, and then we have the dog park, you know, about a uh, hundred meters away from the house. So they are kind of two separate sort of businesses. Um, but if they don't want to go too far and they want to, you know, uh, cool off, um, people can swim in the dam as, as well as the dogs in the country club. So um, they just book a time slot, and there you go.
0: Oh, excellent. Well, thank you very, very much for your time and for sharing all about Pebbles. That was a very enjoyable discussion.
1: Thanks, Robert. I actually really enjoyed
0: talking about it because I haven't been able to talk about it for this long to someone
1: before,
0: so <laughs> thank you. No, nah, absolutely my pleasure.
1: Awesome. Yeah, thank you for asking me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Take care. All right. Thank you so much for
0: Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. If you did, the best way not to miss out on future episodes and to catch up on past ones is to subscribe. Until next week, stay safe and remember, your dog is family.